Wednesday. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far and happy new month. We're finally in March and I'm so excited. The sun is staying out longer. It's making me feel positive <laughs> and things are just going really well. This past weekend, I was speaking at a friend's event. It was called the Bo um the Boss Brunch, and it's pretty much a gathering of entrepreneurial women talking, discussing, learning how to market, brand, and do all of that. So I was given the opportunity to speak a little bit about my entrepreneurial journey and the things that I've learned or the things that I consider integral to the process and the things that I thought would help people. And in doing this talk, um, if I'm being real, I didn't prepare for a long time. I, I just kind of thought of what I had to say and I wrote three points down and I just, um, elaborated off of those points and ended up speaking for almost 30 minutes actually. And it's just a testament to the fact that when you're walking in your purpose and you're doing what you're meant to be doing, things are just easy. And if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to my episode about gifts because that's just really what I talk about. And in all of the times that I've gotten to speak to a group of people about my journey or to offer motivation, I find that people really resonate and it's something that more and more I'm finding that I'm really passionate about so I'm really trying to get into that speaking seminars panels so I'm throwing it out there for y'all too so if you know something that you think I would be well suited for shoot me an email I'd love to be a part of it I think those of us which I think is every one of us who have been through something and made it to the other end and have valuable input it's our job to spread it in whatever capacity we can. I don't think we go through our trials and tribulations and make it to the other side just for our own benefit. I think those situations are very beneficial to others. And even if it's for you to tell someone your story so that they're going through theirs and they can see that there is light at the end of the, at the end of the tunnel, or even for you to talk about the processes you took, making it easier for somebody else who's going on the path to not have to make the mistakes you did and to be able to view those mistakes and understand what they are so that they can skirt around them instead of unnecessary delay. So let's share information, friends. Let's help one another. I went out for dinner with a friend yesterday and we were just having the most amazing discussion. And she was saying that you don't lose anything from giving to somebody else. What is mine, my food, my, my resources and my blessings are protected by God. And for those of us who think that helping somebody will give them an opportunity to dip into your pot, you don't understand that everybody has their own pot and that we when we help others, they might even be able to bless our pot, but the fear of helping others because you think they're going to come for your spot means you're not secure in your spot. And that says more about you. And you have to ask yourself why you're not secure, why you're intimidated by other people doing great. Cause there's more than enough resources for everyone. There truly is. There's more than enough clients. There's more than enough people. Like I will teach someone to do the exact same things I'm doing with no fear that their success in it in any way is going to impact or hinder my success because my clients are mine, my opportunities are mine, and so are theirs, you know? So 
let's just try and continue to be helpful to one another and to use our gifts and our passions in a way that other people go away feeling touched, blessed, inspired, motivated by what we've gone through, not just us making it to the other end and then keeping it a secret because you really don't know where your blessing's gonna come from. Like my story of last year, which I gave you guys some of in post-traumatic growth, when I speak to other women about what I went through, sometimes in detail, they just kind of look at me and they're like, that helped me. And if I had to go through what I went through and made it to this side so that somebody else can do the same, I do it all all over again. And I know that sounds cliche, but I literally would because if I didn't go through everything I went through, I wouldn't be here where I am today. I may have gotten here 10 years later, but no time better than now. And it was the perfect push to get me to where I am. So yeah, I'm feeling really positive for the, (laughs) for the new month and this week and everything. Um, meeting up with people, getting to know amazing women and mingling you know those are the things that make me happy and I'm trying to do what makes me happy I hope you guys had some time to meditate on the words to live by for last week which were it's okay not to carry everyone and the two things I pulled away from this is that it's kind of the the principle of seasons there are seasons in our life when there are certain people in our lives and they benefit us in whatever way they do they help us, we help them, we we have a close relationship and there may come a point in time where you're, the seasons change and the people who were with you at the start are not the people who are going to finish with you and that is just a part of life. It's unfortunate sometimes, especially when you thought that some of the people you started with are the ones you were going to make it to the finish line with and that's not the case, but it's one of those things in life and it's okay. That's the thing. And the second point I pulled from it is the is the concept of feeling guilty versus feeling bad. And when we elevate in any way, it could be financial, non-financial, resources, anything. When we elevate and we find that our new location, we're not able to bring everyone along, there is a feeling that comes along of disappointment and, oh, shoot, I wish I could bring that person along, right? I wish this person was here to celebrate with me. I wish we could all be on the same page so that we could do this together. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. So there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with feeling bad because reflection often comes with varied emotions, which one of them is a feeling of sadness or disappointment. But I think the issue comes when feeling bad turns into guilt because guilt is a heavy burden. And if you're an opportunist who uses people and then dumps them when you're, when you're done with them and you dispose of them, then yeah, maybe guilt is your portion. But (laughs) if you're a person who is literally trying your best and doing your best and being honest with people and open, but life just has its way of saying this is where, this is the end of the road for us. I think you really should, if you're feeling guilt over that, don't feel guilt because our blessings are our blessings, you know, and when it gets to a place where someone can't continue with you and you feel like you're hypothetically leaving them behind on your growth, that does not mean that their growth stops. That just might be where you guys where you, that's the fork in the road and one of you go left and the other one goes right and you both continue on your journey to the top, wherever the top is and whatever the top means to you. So if you know you're not 
sucking people dry, being a vampire and dumping them on the side of the street to get to your next level, there's no reason to feel guilt because this is just a natural, as natural as the seasons and things rotate and they turn. And who's to say that the people who were out of your life for a season will not reappear at a, at another season where both of you guys are mutually beneficial to each other. We really don't know what the future has in store. And that's why it's important to just be good to people. And when you're good and you treat people with kindness and honesty, it becomes a lot easier to live with the results of life. You know, when I, if I know that I've been a good person and I've tried and I've supported somebody to the end, and then we get to a point in either of our successes where it's not in our interest or we're, we're unable to continue at the pace we were, you're able to walk away. You might feel some hard feelings, but it won't last long because you'll, you won't feel like you were depleted in the process of their growth or they won't feel like they were depleted in the process of your growth. So yeah, um, as we grow, these things are going to happen. So the easier, the more we understand it, the easier it is for us to cope and bounce back should these very likely moments occur. So I'm just going to get right into my talk for this week. It's going to be a little different from what I do. This week, I'm going to be talking about too much. And when I say too much, I'm there's many ways that that statement of too much or you're too much, you're being too much, you're doing the most can, can sound. But for the purpose of this conversation and the campaign that I'm going to be telling you guys about towards the end... What I'm talking about is, in particular, I'd say women being told that they're too much and the shrinkage of women (laughs) by telling them they're too much. This is um, Women's History Month, right? And International Women's Day is coming up on this Sunday, the 8th. So this is just, I think, the perfect time as someone who is constantly told I'm too much. It's something I've heard for a long time. And if you read my book through my brown eyes, a lot of the poems, you'll see the term too much sprinkled throughout the whole thing, because it's just one of those things that I really experience a lot. And something, one of those words that could be seen as negative, but lately I've kind of wanted to take back the power and the stigma away from that and kind of embrace the fact that I am too much and bask in the abundance that is me, you know? So, um, when thinking about being told you're too much, especially as women, I just wanted to talk about a few reasons why you could potentially be told you're too much. And one of them is because people want to keep you small. And it's interesting because you, they make, people make it seem like it's a bad thing to be told you're too much. And the reason why is because you're surpassing whatever expectations they had for you or they want you to stay in a box. And the easiest way to keep someone small, like most of us, if someone tells you, I don't want you to prosper, (laughs) you'll lose it, you know? You'll be like, what do you mean you don't want me to prosper? Like, what's that supposed to mean? And if you're like me and you have your petty boots on, I'm gonna like speed up and get there way faster so just so I could stunt you know I I gotta be honest with you guys you guys are my friends and I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm something I'm not I'm still quite petty I'm I'm working on it and I tell you guys this often but if someone were to look me in the eye and say I don't want you to be great just for that I'm gonna be great and when I get to the top I'm gonna shout you out 
as my catalyst and momentum because I wanted to stunt on you. So when we think about people telling you you're too much, sometimes they want you to be small and the easiest way for that to happen, because I just stated that it's, you can't say it directly to somebody that I don't want you to grow, but people can tell you stuff like you're too much. You're doing the most because in saying that, especially for, I'd say black women who are stereotyped as super loud, flamboyant and also told in society that those things aren't good. When somebody tells you you're too much, if you're not careful, it has a way of making you retreat and making you regress into a smaller version of yourself that seems comfortable in the world or in the society that you're in. And this could be some of us like on the weekends, you could be loud and crazy and at work. You don't talk because you don't want to do too much. You don't want to be too much. But I think who we are can never really be too much you know so the second reason why people will tell you you're too much kind of goes in line with this the first one is that they say it so that they can keep you in the box of their understanding and the box of our understanding for me is a coping mechanism it's the way we see the world um when you see people and what they do and how they act you kind of grade them and this is not necessarily a scale in comparison to other people but you kind of just look at them and get an understanding of who you think they are which is very important and we all do it whether you want to admit it or not because when you know where to place someone it helps you know how to maneuver around them or with them which in turn keeps you safe because if people were just random and you couldn't really place people it would become very it would become mental overload because how exactly do I know how to maneuver in any situation when I haven't, when I don't have an understanding of how that person is? It could make you extremely self-conscious and it could fill you with anxiety, or at least it would fill me with anxiety if every single person I know, I didn't know where to place them at all. And every single interaction I ever had with a person, I was going in blind, including people I've known my whole life. So the whole box of our understanding is a real thing. But what happens when we've put someone in a box of our understanding for safety, for whatever, and they exceed the expectations of that box. There's now a discrepancy between what you knew someone to be and what they now are. And it becomes your job to reconcile that. And if you're, if you're, I'm not going to say a good person, but the better of the options would be that this was the box of my understanding. This person just exceeded it. It. I have a discrepancy, but now I'm going to add that and expand their box because people do change. But other people are very rigid in their ways and their understandings that should somebody be more than the expectations they had for them, they want they want to try to find a way to reconcile that and pretty much put you back into the box of their understanding, which is keeping you small, you know? And that's when they'll tell you that you're doing too much. Oh, I thought you were a makeup artist. Why are you doing hair now? Why are you doing lashes now? Well, I thought you were a baker. Why did you become an author? You're doing too much because your abundance and your growth is starting to mess with their perceptions of you and people don't know how to handle that sometimes. Another reason why people will tell you that you're too much is because they want to control their insecurities. And this, I think, is the worst one because you will literally, and by, by you, let's say they, they will literally try to stop you from becoming what you can or tr slow you down on the journey because 
the more you do what you you should be doing and you find success in it, it reminds them of the fact that they're not doing what they should be doing, that they would find success in. And instead of getting that fire and that motivation off of you, they'd rather keep you down to not have to be faced with the reality that if this person could literally do this and we are, for whatever reason, like hypothetically on the same level or we've been through the same thing and they've been able to transcend, why can't I? And instead of people saying, why can't I? They say, why did they? And that's just trash. Like, let's not look at people and say, why did they get that opportunity? Why did they... Ask yourself why you feel like they didn't deserve it. Who are you to think you have the power of that opinion? And what are you doing to get the things that are yours in life instead of watching people who are getting theirs and being upset about it, you know? And another reason why people can tell you you're too much is misguided love. And I say misguided very loosely because they people sometimes want to protect you. And when they see that you're doing a lot of things that maybe have a lot of risk involved in them, they'll try to slow you down or stop you in order to protect you from the prote- from the potential of you dealing with the consequences of the risk should the situation not go in favor or in the direction that you had initially planned when you decide to take that risk. So it's not always haters who tell you you're too much or who try to shrink you. It's sometimes people who genuinely love you and they just want to protect you in the ways that they understand. And it's important to know that our risk aversions are very different from one another. And what somebody else may see as a risk that that they tell you to stay, staying to you might be the risk. So understand that people are different and know that Sometimes it's literally not malicious. It's because of the love and the care they have for you. So understanding why people can tell you you're too much. Well, these are obviously not exhaustive. There's so many more reasons why people can tell you you're too much, especially with media and everything like that. There's a box that people want to fit you in. So with with understanding that, I want to just go into why you need to be too much. (laughs) And this is me. I am self-proclaimed president of the Too Much Association. I am the most in the best way possible in the abundance that I possess, you know? And the first reason why you need to be too much is because it's not too much if it's you. When you are being yourself unapologetically, when you're changing your hairstyle every three weeks as you see fit, when you're laughing with the fullness of your abundance, when like me, my laugh, I squeak at the end of it. It's rugged in the beginning, squeaks at the end. It's a lot, but I'm not going to stop laughing because some people are uncomfortable with my laugh. Absolutely not. Because for me to stop laughing or if someone says your laugh is too much, that means every time I have joy and I want to express it, I now have to diminish and edit it so that it's aesthetically pleasing to whomever's ears are around. And those who know me know like that that's just how I am, you know? So if something is you and it just comes naturally, I don't think it can really be too much because you were given those gifts and you were given these abilities and you were given these quirks as part of the package of creation from God. So how do we now let somebody tell us that what we what our packages isn't good? And I need to throw this in there. This is not to say that something shouldn't be refined. 
this is not to say that certain things can be excessive and they may be too much. And this is not to, and this is, it's important for me to say that there is a time and place and decorum in certain situations. I know I laugh and I squeak when I laugh, but if everybody's sleeping and I'm watching a show, it might not be time for me to belt out in laughter because that's absolutely inconsiderate, right? And I and if people get annoyed at that, I can't be like, you're trying to stop me. I'm just too much. I'm too much for you. It doesn't work like that. So there is something to be said for maturity and self-awareness, but it's important not to allow societal pressures to diminish you at your core principle of who you are. Another reason why you need to be too much is because a mountain is a molehill for a giant. And in one of the poems in my book, I literally wrote apologies for building a mountain beside your molehill. What would you expect? What else would you expect from a giant? And that is just the quintessential explanation of being too much. When you are yourself and it's abundant, you'll do things that seem big to other people, but they're normal. If giants existed and they were to make a hill, based on on us as human beings, if we create a hill, it'll be tiny, but maybe it'll be up to my knees and that'll be big, right? Because based on my size and my ability, that's what I could create. But now if you're a giant and you create something that's up to your knees, up to your knees may be a 10-story building, you may be creating mountains, right? And the thing is that it didn't take you any more work. It didn't take you, you didn't overexert yourself. This is just the normal level at which you are. So to others who are not at that level, your mountain may be too much and it may dwarf them. But for you, you're operating at your base level, right? So you need to remember who you are and what you are and keep that in mind when assessing how people react to you and if what they're saying is actually valid. Because if I'm a giant and you're telling me to make a molehill to make you feel comfortable, I would literally have to just take two pieces of sand between my fingers and drop them on the ground. And that's, can any of you guys take two pieces of sand or the equivalent of two pieces of sand and make a hill out of it? No, because it's not natural. But an ant could take that and create a hill because that's their size, right? So you need to understand your size and what you're called to do. And if it's bigger, if somebody else looks at it and thinks it's big, maybe it's big for their size. But for you, this is normal and you're just operating in your normal, in your normal seat. And if normal for you is excellent in the eyes of everybody else, even better for you. Like what you should not diminish yourself because it makes them feel uncomfortable because you're operating at your base level or a little bit above that. And if somebody else feels comfortable, uncomfortable about that, they need to ask themselves why. And no offense, that's a you problem. Another reason why you need to be too much is because you're given all of this for a reason and you don't want to waste it. One of the things I think about often is that when I get to heaven, if I ask God, like if you were to show me, I think I've spoken about this before. If you were to show me everything I could have done if I got out of my own way and it was a bunch of stuff, I'd be, I'd be traumatized. I don't know if spirits can be traumatized, but I'd be so sad. And just keeping that in mind, I try to work from my gifts and utilize them in the ways that I think are beneficial and just 
put my best and everything and my all into everything that I do. And if you were bestowed with a bunch of gifts, even if you're bestowed with one gift, use it well, you know, don't let people, people's insecurities or their, their own fears or risk aversion stop you from being who you're meant to be in turn, allowing that person to have influence on you enough that you waste the gifts that God has given you. And the last reason why you need to be too much is because those who are meant to be around you will not be intimidated by you. And I think this is the one that really hits home and especially for women, because when you're a woman who's maybe very career driven or very educationally driven, just a girl boss in general, sometimes you find yourself feeling a little nervous that if I meet somebody, like if I meet a guy and he, I tell him what I'm into, he may not want to be with a girl like me because I'm doing too much. If somebody does not want to be with you because you're walking in your purpose and excelling, that person's not meant for you and show them the exit as soon as possible. Don't waste any time on them. But I know it's a hard place to get to because we often think about these things. I remember, um, I was at an event and I saw an older woman who I've known for a long time. And she was like to me, um, Oh, where's your boyfriend? I'm like, Oh, we're not together anymore. Mind you, not at my fault, nor at my detriment clearly, cause we're doing okay. Um, but she literally told me, Oh, you girls are nowadays who go to school too much. You read too much books. And then when these guys come, you like do shakara, which is like swag. Like you, you, you act too hard to get for them. And I'm just like, no. And if my ability to go to school and get an education intimidates somebody's son, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how else to put it. Bye. Anything the people who are meant to be around you will never be intimidated by what you do. They're going to be encouraging you. They're going to help you grow. They're going to be motivated and pumped up. They're going to look at you and they're going to be happy for you. If somebody tells you, oh, why are you buying that car? Like, let's say you're in a relationship and they say, why are you buying that car? It's going to be better than my car. Leave, <laughs> like leave. If they, if anybody makes you feel like what you're doing is an affront to them personally, when all you're doing is walking in your purpose, that person doesn't need to be around you. That person is not a destiny helper. That person is what you'd call an enemy of progress. And you need to get them to exit stage left with the swiftness, guys. Like, literally. So, with all of that being said, I want to get right into a campaign that I'm running right now. It's a movement. It's going to start small, but I don't know where it's going. All I, My job is to put it in motion, so I'm throwing it out there to you guys. And the movement is hashtag O2M for you. And what that stands for is only too much for you. And as I said, this is the sentiment we need to have when we're walking in our abundance and we're doing what we want to do. Anybody who tells us we're too much, we need to understand that we're only too much for that person. We're not too much for the world. And this campaign is something that I want to celebrate the abundance that we are and bask in our too muchness unapologetically unabashed just be here and love it for everything that it is i want this to remove the stigma around the whole statement of being too much and to really get us into that giant mentality 
building mountains beside people's molehills doing what we're doing because that's who we are and we're not gonna stop so my call to action for all of you guys listening is that you hashtag o2m4u and write about your story you could do it on twitter you can do it on instagram i want to see videos i you could even send me personal messages if you don't want to put it out there send me your messages of how you are too much how you've overcome it the type of situations that if someone puts you in you're gonna tell them that you're only too much for them for example one of the ones for me is if you if you want me to know if achieving my god-given purpose makes you uncomfortable i'm only too much for you you know it's it's just as simple as that so i just really want us to start this conversation and get it rolling because too much is a statement that causes ptsd for a lot of women, like I, I think about it all the time, the situations that I was in or the times where I felt that if I were to take a certain step, if it were to reach success, it might make the person I'm with or the people around me uncomfortable and it made me not want to do it. Or if I introduce another one of my talents, it might make people feel like I'm showing off or rubbing it in their faces. And I'm just over that. If I feel like opening a bakery tomorrow and then the next day a shoe store I'm gonna do everything because it's in me and I'm responsible for manifesting the gifts that are in me and not allowing other people to stop it so I just want to see you guys post videos tweets send me messages let me know what is too much and make a declaration of the fact that you're gonna bask in your abundance and just to end it off on the same note, the words to live by are obviously, I'm only too much for you. And if all that I am makes you feel uncomfortable, the problem is yours and not mine because I'm just being who I am. And it's true that when you do start to increase your growth and do things outside of the status quo or do things out of the norm or take a lot of risks or when all your hard work just suddenly seems like it manifested overnight because people didn't see you struggle they're just seeing the results people will look at you and be like who do you think you are but who I think I am is who I know myself to be and that's the only person I can be and understanding this and getting to that place will really strengthen you and give you give you the confidence to stand and you'll find that the people who are irrelevant have a way of falling off and the people who are destiny helpers who are there to encourage you people who you need on your team people who will show you who you can actually ask for advice and who will give you advice that's honest not based on their insecurities or in them trying to shrink you they'll come all around you absolutely so I'm only too much for you is a movement, something I believe in so strongly. And I'd love for you guys to also be a part of it. Share it with your friends. If you make a video, you make a tweet, tag a friend and tell them to do the same. Because I'm sure a lot of us know a lot of women who are just great and phenomenal in everything they do, who may seem like giants to some, but they're just walking in their purpose, you know? So Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.